Hello everyone. My name is Charles, the lead pastor here. Welcome to Zoom Sunday service at the river. We are so glad you could join us. Well, today we celebrate Christmas coming up this week. It's the favorite holiday for many, many people, isn't it? What's there not to like? Gifts, Christmas tree, tis the season of joy. For God so loved the world unconditionally that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have life in all its fullness forever. John 3.16 This is the verse that kicked off our Advent Sermon Series here at the river. It's a well-known verse, much beloved, heartwarming. But when you think about it, it's also quite a challenging verse. Because the world is not so easy to love, is it? Particularly this year. How many of you just loved this year? We've had COVID, which by itself would be horrible enough. But we also witnessed the horrific death of George Floyd. We've had riots. We have a sitting president alleging fraud of election results at the national level, which elicits outrage on both sides. We have conspiracy theories running rampant from denial of climate change to anti-vax movement to QAnon theories. There are so many things we can be outraged and despairing about this world. Now, add the personal challenges and disappointments. Some of my friends have had health crisis, relationship crisis, job crisis this year. And it all adds up. We can get cynical. Our hearts can get hard. How can the world be so lovable? How can God so love the world that God gave Jesus up to be crucified for its sake. Because God knows all about the ugly failings of this world, better than any of us. Yet, we are told, God loves the world unconditionally, meaning no matter what, God loves humanity. Even though God knew the world would crucify Jesus. This means God is committed to you and me no matter what. We are often told that it's only when we behave right and believe right, that's when God loves us and blesses us. Well, that's not true. The Bible tells us God's unconditional love is proved by sending Christ to die for us while we were still unrighteous sinners. Romans 5.8 Think about this verse. Unrighteous sinners don't believe right, don't behave right. God loves us anyway. God is not committed to you because you are righteous. God is simply committed to you and me. So do you ever wonder how can God accept me and love me? I do this, I do that, I'm awful, I fail, 
Even I myself don't like myself. Well, at such times, remember, this is the faith we profess. And by this faith, we live in Christ. God knows all your failings and you are still the beloved. You are worth the life of Christ. No conditions attached. Now, of course, this doesn't mean anything goes. Bad behavior has terrible practical consequences, but behavior is not you. Behavior does not define all that you are. This is the gospel, and it gives us the power to keep going, keep loving this world with all its flaws, keep loving our life even with all its frustrations, so that our hearts can remain soft, capable of joy and gratitude and inner strength to bounce back every time there's a setback. Amen. So, when you fail to meet your own standards, still love yourself unconditionally. I don't mean become a narcissist. This is the opposite of that because narcissists love themselves for some characteristic of theirs. They are puffed up about themselves for their beauty or skill or fame or success or something. But unconditional love is the opposite of that. We are the beloved for who we are. Now, there is a hard part to this faith. It's not all fluffy and easy as it sounds. Because if we really believe this, we have to die to what makes us feel good about ourselves. We can never get puffed up about ourselves for any characteristic of ours. We have to let go of all the good things that make up our identity in favor of the identity of the beloved in the cross and nothing else. We have to die to who we are. We have to take up our cross daily and be resurrected, reformed in the unconditional love of God alone. So, when you fail to meet your own standard, do not punish yourself. Do not give in to judging yourself, feeling like you are a failure, you are nothing. Don't you ever do that. If you do that, you are not living in the cross. You are living in the knowledge of good and evil. So fight the good fight of faith. More on this later. But when you or the world fails to meet your standards, don't turn away from the world. Don't turn away from yourself. Don't harden your heart. Be committed to yourself and the world unconditionally because that is what Jesus did. And as followers of Jesus, we must stand where Jesus stood must follow the greatest commandment. Unconditionally love the world as you unconditionally love yourself and that is how we unconditionally love and follow God. Then the life in all its fullness will open up to us. Amen. This past week I was at a bank waiting in line for a teller. I found myself behind an old lady 
And I never seen this before, but the bank had blocked the counter with an ATM machine so that you could interact with the teller only from one side through a very small opening. I guess this is because of the pandemic. Anyway, this old lady was taking out $400, but she was very, very particular about what kind of bills she wanted. She wanted a variety of bills, and she didn't want any old ones. So this took a while. And finally, when she got the money, she went through it very carefully and returned any bills she found to be too old. She would say, oh, this $5 bill is too old. Get a new one for me. Oh, this $10 bill is too old. Get a new one for me. So as you can imagine, this is taking a while and a line began to form behind me because she was taking so long. And after she was satisfied with the condition of all the bills, she began to count them one by one right there to make sure there was $400 in it. Can you imagine? People behind me began to yell at her. Lady, there's a pandemic going on. Can you count your bills somewhere else? And the, and the lady responded, I'm old. And she would not budge. She just stood there and she counted one by one by one. She just kept on counting and counting and counting. It took a long time. Now normally, I would be very, very annoyed. Just ask my wife. I get so annoyed by situations like that. This kind of behavior is just unacceptable, isn't it? Not very lovable. This is the kind of behavior that makes you shake your head at the world. Normally, I would get all stressed out. I would be thinking, oh, the humanity of it all. But then, I thought about God's unconditional love for this old lady. I'm not excusing her behavior. It exposed people to unnecessary weight inside the bank. It exposed her to possible infection unnecessarily. But I thought, maybe she is really too frail. And to move back and forth even a bit is difficult for her. Maybe she's old and alone and she has no one to talk to. Maybe this is her way of trying to connect with the world. I don't know what her circumstances are. But the point is, I wasn't all caught up in anger and frustration, which is normally what happens and which usually ruins my day for the whole day because I would be fuming about it. Instead, because I turned my thoughts towards the unconditional love of God, I could still remain in good, good humor. I could still enjoy my day. Doesn't mean her behavior wasn't frustrating. The point is, my day didn't get ruined. I didn't let her have the power to harden my heart and ruin my day. The gospel has the power to keep your hearts soft, keep your days enjoyable. This is why we celebrate Christmas.
Amen. Now, I have to tell you, we have no service next Sunday. Uh, we will kick off the new year on January 3rd with a new sermon series I'm very excited about. So please join us on our Zoom Sunday services at 11 or in our weekly Zoom groups. And I'd love to hear your thoughts today, so I hope you can join us in the discussion groups starting today at 11.45 on Sundays. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.